Hello and welcome to another episode of the Yang Gang Podcast, where your host, Evan and Connor, with us this evening is Shane of the Yang Gang Hub, the official social media team for Andrew Yang. Shane, how are you this evening? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course. And well, we would like to get right down into it and just uh, first off, kind of get to know your background of your introduction and interest in Andrew Yang and his campaign. Uh, it's actually, honestly, the standard uh, story. I found uh, Andrew Yang, a friend of mine said, hey, man, you need to watch this video. And they sent me uh, the morning or the uh, the Breakfast Club uh, video with uh, Andrew Yang. And I, I watched it and I was just like, that dude makes a lot of sense. And then I literally, I went through the, the seven stages of Yang Gang in, in literally two hours. And uh, I found myself on the Facebook base camp and just was just like voraciously listening to and reading the book and watching the videos, even like the Tucker Carlson video and the Ben Shapiro who, yeah, even the Ben, yeah. Yeah. But I loved that one as much as anything else because when I went in the comments, there were so many conservative people's like, that dude makes a lot of sense. And I was watching people getting ranged and and then then I stopped (laughs) about halfway down and, and somebody says, I don't understand this. Andrew Yang has united the YouTube comments of a con- uh, uh, with liberals and conservatives. He what really is has going on with this world. He really <laughs> has. Look into the comments section. You are right. Um, so, what what is your work with the the Yang Gang Hub? Can you tell us a little bit about that? I I I started out as actually a Facebook base camp uh, uh, admin, uh, working with uh, the social media coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, who works for the campaign and uh, she had brought me on to kind of help out with uh, adminning and I I kind of went into it with a you know okay I'm gonna make this thing as good as I can be and uh, we went through and and had a you know a really good successful run through the Facebook base camp making it what it is swelling the numbers you know actively pushing forward through there and then we got to a point where uh, when uh, let Yang speak happened and Mm. The, me and the coordinator uh, were sitting there and I, and I told her, I was like, I think I can do that. And she's like, what do you mean? I, I said, I think I can organize Twitter. And she's like, oh, okay, Twitter. And I'm like, yeah, I think I can do it. And she's like, like, like what you did with Basecamp? And I was like, no, 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 no. You can't do that with Basecamp. What I, what we do with Basecamp because we have a little bit more, you know, authority, authority, and mm-hmm. so we can kind of like, okay, if you if you act a certain way, there's rules that we can you know use um, to say, okay, well, you know, strike one, you've done this. Strike two, you've done that. Strike three, hey, bye. You know what I mean? Right. And you can't do that on Twitter. Um, but what I saw was a a niche where people were looking for a lot of information on Twitter and they couldn't find it. And so I was like, I think I, I think I have a couple of ideas because one of the things that I'm really good at is, is finding information. And so I have like Google drives of, of uh, all the folders and artwork and uh, memes and all the stuff that I've collected throughout this whole time. And I said, I think I can just become like a, a, a you know, some sort of information space. And so I brought together a, a couple of people for, as a team, um, mm-hmm. because I couldn't do it by myself because I have, I had twins on the way. And we started bouncing around ideas and we said, okay, well, you know, what do you want it to do? And so we came up with kind of like the, the concept of what it looked like. And that was where the hub was born. Um, it was just like these like brainstorming sessions at 1 a.m. 
and uh, we wanted to become the place so, where people go for information. A true grassroots effort. Yeah. So how many people are involved in this? I saw Eric Quach on um, Twitter said he's a social media lead. What, what does it look like? How many people are involved? Um, we have, uh, currently we have uh, five uh, social media leads. Um, uh, Eric, Eddie, uh, a, a guy named Qua, uh, Candy, and uh, Rachel. And we, um, but we also have a, a large team of, of just various social media influencers and things of that nature where we kind of coordinate across the leadership of all of the different people on Twitter. Uh, so uh, uh, like just, you know, we coordinate with like Paget and uh, Scott Santons and stuff like that and, and kind of give up, you know, like kind of say, okay, hey, this was, is it, this is, you know, what we want to do and, and this is the direction that we're going to try to go and, and this is kind of what, like kind of like, what things do we need to share from you? Like what kind of things, like what can we do to kind of like facilitate the different uh, people in the group who are seen as leaders within our organization uh, what can we do to kind of like give you voice and, and expand your reach and things of that nature? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But now, Evan, you said you said you um, they recently received recognition from Andrew Yang, correct? Yeah. Uh, and yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what, another question I wanted to ask you. How much um, contact do you have like with the campaign? Are they are they reaching out to you to tell you things? Um, and yeah. And I saw Andrew just yeah recognize you on Twitter a few days ago, which is pretty cool. Um, having Andrew recognize the, the team was a really big deal. Um, we report to Kaylee, who is a social media, the tribe uh, coordinator. Um, she um, actively oversees all of the social media uh, volunteer parts of the organization. So like the Facebook base camp, the Reddit HQ, um, the Instagram, the, you know, the Twitter or the, yeah, the Twitter, the TikTok, the Quora, the Tumblr, all of those all of those have a, a volunteer uh, manager who's running it in Discord. Don't I can't for, forget Discord. Um, all of those have a different uh, organization uh, member, and she oversees all of that. She reports to the campaign to the social media uh, manager uh, within the campaign, um, and she is staff. Oh, interesting. What are what are some of the things that you see? I know you you tweet a lot about um, texting specifically. Um, what are some of the other things people can do, and and why is texting so um, effective? Recently, they had done a study to find out which what avenues of of contacting our base were the most effective. Um, obviously, email is way up there. It's it's one of the reasons why they did one, uh, the recent act, uh, action when you did the ten giveaways. Um, but the another aspect was they were doing phone banking, but they weren't having a lot of success with it because um, while we are grassroots and stuff like that, we are very all very social media forward. And people who are social media forward tend to not like to talk on phones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, but we, we had some breakouts. Don't get, don't get me wrong. We actually have some very good success stories in the phone banking. Um, but they did find that text banking was a very effective uh, form for people to take. Um, mm. But that's not all we have, though. Like, the text banking is a lot of fun. It's, it's very easy to do. It's very easy to get set up. If you want to go to Yang Yang Hub, uh, on Twitter, you can go there. We can like we can get you the documentation. It's super easy to get set up and going and to do. Um, and we have an entire Slack channel, uh, another chat service, completely dedicated to nothing but that. 
But uh, the, there's another thing that we've uh, actually just started recently doing uh, uh, called Yang Banking. And it's headed up by uh, a, one of the admins for the hub, Qua. And what they do, uh, they actually go throughout all of the different news articles across Yahoo News, Google News, all of those Huffington Post, all of those news articles that have comment sections. Mm -hmm. And they go through those and they, they go through and they counteract or they either disseminate information about Andrew Yang about a subject matter. So like uh, reproductive rights or women's rights, uh, LGBTQ, uh, climate change, all of those different things. He, he has a, a system that pulls all of those uh, articles in and then we send people throughout those and we answer questions and we, and we go through and, and you can do that anytime you want to, just like uh, with texting. Hmm. And you can actually find out more about that at yangbanking.com. Yang banking. Yeah. Very interesting. Very, yeah, that, that is very interesting. What is your experience politically? Have you actively supported or helped any campaign or politicians before, or did Andrew's campaign just really motivate you to do something different? I was a burner, like hardcore. Um, I phone banked and did, did a lot of stuff like that locally. Uh, for him and then the whole situation between him and Hillary happened and I was a reluctant Hillary supporter. Um, but Andrew Yang is the first time I've really like dove this far into politics outside of like just talking a lot of smack on Facebook. What is it about his message? What is it about his message? That's so fat. Like that's so captured you, I guess. What reeled you in? Like was what honestly, was, honestly, was it, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Honestly, it's Andrew. Okay, so so a, a politician can come in and he can tell you anything, right? They 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 have a certain cadence, and I've I've had to learn body language all my life because of some just like social anxiety issues that I have. Mm -hmm. And when you watch Andrew talk, you can tell that he's very very serious and very and he believes passionately in what he's talking about. Uh, everybody knows the Lessig uh, town hall where uh, he, he has that, that two minute speech that just really like tears your heart out. Like no other politician in our time other than maybe Obama has that same authenticity. And even Obama after the 2008, once he got into office and stuff like that, even Obama started losing that authenticity. And that's that was the hook for me but it, then it was democracy dollars and how can we use how can we use our own money to wash out the the influence of the um uh, the various like huge corporations that are like just money hand over fist at these uh politicians mm -hmm. like and then there was also like so it wasn't just somebody coming in and say hey let's drain the swamp it was somebody who said hey here's let's drain the swamp and this is how we'll do it and so it's mm. that solution-oriented uh, mindset of abundance, and then it was just humanity first. All of the core values all sucked me in. What did you? What, what is your opinion on the uh, the the automation of things that's coming down the pipeline? Do you think Andrew Yang um, understands this best out of any of the candidates? I don't hear any other candidates speaking on these things. I think he he understands it best, and he also understands it in a way that people aren't paying attention to 
the, the people who sit here and talk about automation and how it's not such a big deal are sitting here thinking about whenever the industrial revolution happened and they're thinking about whenever uh, the, um, the uh, Henry Ford and the assembly line happened. And they're thinking about that stuff that was almost like a gradual uh, increase in things that then just started moving you know, into a new direction. People were able to adjust to that because it, there was a lot of riots, there was a lot of turmoil, there, all of that happened. But it was over a course of 10 years, 20 years. You know, you know, mm-hmm. there was a, a longer stretch. Like Andrew says, we're in the fourth in, uh, inning and we're already there. Like we are seeing AI that can do things that uh, completely revolutionize this, uh, the, the, uh, the state of things. I used to work for Cisco as a, a business operations manager. Mm-hmm. And I worked with them on a project where we were literally training uh, using machine learning. We were training an AI to take out every single service one, uh, tier one service operator that Cisco had and do their job. Wow. And we looked at that and we were looking at projections of either having to retrain or release 14,000 jobs across the world because we were able to take all of the combined information that Cisco had built up over a 20 year history, digitize it, give it keywords, and then build a machine that was capable of sending out pulses to all of these customers anytime there was an issue that flagged an issue in their machine. So every time there was a, uh, an update that was needed, it automatically updated. Every time there was a, uh, a problem that it ran into when it was doing its update, it sent that information back and it, the computer was able to find the solution, send the code and immediately repair it on the spot. I just saw that, I don't know if you saw this, that Google achieved what they call quantum computing. Do you know anything mm-hmm. about that? I actually don't know a whole lot about that. Uh, Andrew posted a little bit about it and I read a few things on it. It's, it is what it, it is what they're talking about, but then again, it's not, it's like people talk about 5g and how we're starting to offer 5g. What, what Verizon and them are starting to offer as 5g is not necessarily 5g. It's very, it's very similar and it's got a lot of the same characteristics, but it's, 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 it's not quite what it used to be. Just like 4G wasn't what isn't actually 4G. It's it's a it's a label that they put on a process that was much much better than 3G. What do you think the average person would do with a thousand dollars a month? What would you do with a thousand dollars extra a month? I'm a stay at home dad of twins. Um, Congratulations, I, I, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Uh, they were print. Uh, they were twin preemies, 27 weeks. Uh, they just came home a month and a half ago. Wow. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, other than learning, I can actually do without sleep on a regular basis. Uh, <laughs> we're taught from a very early age, uh, as men, especially here in the South, that the man is the breadwinner, and he's mm. meant to bring home the food. He's meant to bring home the money. And uh, I grew up in a household where my dad was so injured and so disabled that my mom had to do it. And I watched the slow decline of a, of my personal hero. And he, I grew up 
determined that I would make my way in the world, right? I grew up thinking that I would, um, I would always be the breadwinner. I would do what it took to, you know, so that my wife could, uh, you know, both do what she wanted to do, or if she wanted to stay at home, I would be able to make money to do it so that she could do it. And so there's a certain uh, mindset when you get when you're like that. So you, you internalize a lot of stuff that you that you really, as Americans, that we really shouldn't spend that much time internalizing. Um, and so it's taken a very long time for me since I became disabled um, to finally realize that like my worth isn't in me bringing home the money. Uh, my worth is in being as as good as a person as I possibly can. And there's, but there's still that underlying eh about not bringing in any money. And so a thousand dollars a month for me means that I would be bringing in something. And there's a certain type of fulfillment for that. There's a certain type of things like that. And honestly, some of it goes to video games. Some of it goes to Dungeons and Dragons. You know, <laughs> and then a lot of it goes to savings, you know? Yeah. Um, what, um, what is your favorite Andrew Yang policy outside of the freedom dividend? And I guess you also said uh, democracy dollars, but is there any other policy that you're of particular interest in? Honestly, climate change. Climate I, change? I went through his climate change like very thoroughly whenever, whenever it got released to us uh, early on. And uh, I was, I was looking for the flaws, right? Because uh, one of my biggest things was like, you know, he was, he liked the spirit of the Green New Deal, but and I was very afraid that there was going to be some stuff in there that would that would remind me of the Green New Deal, and there is, but it's like he took all of the positives of the Green New Deal and started working that into a, a plan that was both pragmatic and realistic and plausible, like, hmm. and 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 that to me really uh, really struck me uh, very strongly. Yeah, now, climate change is an important one. It's it's definitely one of the uh, of the utmost priorities in our times right now. Uh, I think Andrew Yang is definitely well equipped um, intellectually uh, and with his background of running a business to actually get some things done and do some good for the country. Um, I know he was recently on Rachel Maddow's show on MSNBC, and I know it was only for a couple minutes, but at least it was some you know facial recognition on a on a big scale. Right. Did, were you able to see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What did you think of it? It was a, it was a bit short. Um, it was a bit short, but it, honestly, it, it was a good primer for people to get to see him, and for him to actually lay down some very, very, uh, what I thought were very well thought out observations of the situation with Donald Trump and things like that. Um, I think what he what he said really embodies. Um, how he views things as far as understanding that Congress has to do their job and that as a presidential nominee, he thinks that things should be uh, going forward, thinks that uh, uh, Donald Trump needs to be impeached, but that he's focused on beating whoever comes at him. Yeah, I think that's what he has to do. Um, what are some things that the hub is doing um, coming up? Uh, is there any events that you want to plug? Uh, definitely. Uh, September 30th. Uh, this is not just a hub, though. This is a nationwide thing. We are going to be making a huge, huge thing happen in uh, Southern California and L.A. Uh, there is a massive, massive uh, uh, pull for us to have a, an amazing rally there for Andrew Yang. 
um, it's going to be one of those one of the biggest things that we've gotten and, and there's gonna there's a lot of publicity about it there's gonna be a lot of fanfare with it uh, there's a lot of really awesome plans for it it's gonna be streamed live um, we're gonna be we were working with twitch uh, and, and different uh, uh, different uh, influencers to kind of make sure that they're there and that they're available and that we're going to make a very big deal of it. And it's the, um, um, it's going to be the rally that's in Los Angeles and uh, on September 30th. Wow. Is there a, a website that people can go to, to find out more information about that? Um, you can actually go to uh, yang 2020.com and go to events and look up September 30th in uh, Los Angeles and it'll, it'll come up right there. Awesome. Um, if there was one more thing that you had to say or you wanted to say to the Yang gang listening um, that you wanted to stress, what would it be? You know, remember humanity first, um, not just in real life, but online. One of the biggest things that we've learned as as a as a uh, as a, a Twitter operation was that when people are introduced to Andrew Yang and they start learning about humanity first, they start changing their outlook on life, and they start changing their behaviors on on Facebook and on Twitter. And I nobody has to get on to people anymore whenever I'm on on Twitter. It's people saying, "Hey guys, don't forget humanity first. Or, hey, look look at the core values, guys. Let's make sure we're, we're holding to that. And that's one of the most like heart heartwarming things that I can see. Also, the fact that if anybody ever asks a question on uh, Twitter and says, Yang Gang, I need to know what, they are about to get 473% uh, the right answer all the way through all their uh, mentions. And like 800 men, uh, follows. It's, it's just a weird thing that happens. But everything's so much humanity first. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that's a very uh, well put statement. And, you know, the humanity first thing is essentially it's, it's above politics. What we're facing now, the challenges we're facing now in this generation is above politics and we need a politician or, or an elected official who is willing to rise above that and, and keep the common good in mind. Uh, but we thank you very much for, for those opinions, uh, Shane. That was, it was great talking with you this evening. That is uh, Yang Gang Hub. You can find them on Twitter. Um, thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please leave comments, questions. And uh, as we always wrap things up, Evan. It's not left. It's not, it's not right. right. It's forward. It's forward. <laughs>